Welcome to the Show Up Fitness Podcast, where great personal trainers are made. We are changing the fitness industry one qualified trainer at a time with our in-person and online personal training certification. If you want to become an elite personal trainer, head on over to showupfitness.com. Also, make sure to check out my book, How to Become a Successful Personal Trainer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great day and keep showing up. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to the Show Up Fitness Podcast. Today is lucky episode number 13. Saturdays are the mini podcast, so we begin by going over a Show Up Fitness wad, and then we're going to talk about the Show Up Fitness strength and conditioning and wellness standards that I have in my book that should be released within the next 30 to 45 days. Ideally, I want part of it out for the seminar with Luke Worthington, August 26th and 27th. Day one is Luke. Day two, I will be going over our level four and what that is going to be looking like to help create more qualified trainers. That is the mission of Show Up Fitness, to create the best certification, which has already been done. It's getting it to become more ubiquitous and then creating the best trainers by training at our gyms. So let's start off with these snake sets, as I call them, the show up fitness wad of the day. So when you get to the gym on a Saturday, your clients aren't there yet, you set clear expectations for what your day is going to look like, any potential hurdles, you are an elite qualified personal trainer because you are thinking bigger. You're going through your swift analysis. You're coming up with new warm-ups. You're learning constantly. You're listening to this podcast. And then when you have a one or two hour break, you get after it and you push yourself to become better, but you motivate other trainers to get out of their comfort zone so you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am in the best shape of my life. And these snake sets are going to take you to that level. I'm going to date myself here, but I used to have one of those old school Nokia phones. And there was this game where if you eat an apple, the worm grows. And that's where I got the idea for these snake sets. Each set, you add in a new exercise. So by the end of the workout, you're doing seven, eight, nine, ten total exercises within that set. So we warmed up. We hit those 10 checkpoints of movement. Starting the most distal, we have the ankle, knee, hip, lumbar, thoracic, cervical, shoulder, elbow, wrist some breathing drills, three to five minutes. You would do your first set, which we did was bench press, rest one to two minutes. Add some weight, bench press again into some lat pull downs. Add some weight, bench press, pull downs, jumps. Add some weight, rest, bench press, pull downs, jumps, pistol squats, rest. Again, bench, pull downs, jumps, pistol, ski erg. Bench, pull downs, jumps, pistol, ski erg, leg press, then we did one last one, bench, pull downs, jumps, pistols, skier, leg press, and the seal walks. So by the end of the entire snake, we would vary the load. So for the first three sets of bench, we went heavier. On set four, we started doing power. So we we're doing dead stops. We would take a weight about 75%, hold it on our chest, and then do two or three. Then we'll go into the pull downs. So this took roughly an hour. You'll notice that the anaerobic conditioning is more at the end isolation we add in some abs with the seal walks those are a fun exercise to do you get some bow slides and then what we did is we walked across the gym floor really just destroys your core and that whole thing is what we would call a snake set so give that snake set a try tag us in your story show up wad 
get out of that comfort zone, you are welcome. You are one step closer to being a hunk and or a hunk at. And that is a perfect segue into something that I'm adding into my second edition, my book, How to Become a Successful Personal Trainer, and what we're calling the Show Up Fitness Strength Conditioning and Wellness Standards. So if you look in sport, the best athletes score the most the most saves, the lowest ERA, the highest points, the most home runs. There are categories where you can relate to other people to see how well you're doing. We don't really have that as trainers. These standards are not for your clients. They're for us because the big elephant in the room, no pun intended, is how well, how great do you need to look as a trainer? It depends. You don't need to be a bikini competitor or a physique dude or a power lifter who's you know, clean and snatching 300 pounds. But where do you go to challenge yourself to truly determine if you're in the best shape of your life? And so when people come up to me and they tell me they're struggling, I cannot tell them that the reason you're not doing well is because you don't look like a trainer. I would get slapped, I would get 10,000 terrible reviews and probably go to prison because you cannot say that today. But that is such a huge portion of what we're doing. People want to look and feel better. So they're going to go to the person who looks the best. And that's really unfortunate because just because you look great doesn't mean you understand how to help other people get there. Remember, great trainers like you, you can get into the best shape of your life because you can talk the part of a trainer, but you also know the part of being a trainer. You understand the human body. The average trainer understands their body. But we should be constantly getting out of our comfort zone and challenging ourselves. I've been there. It's so easy to train 30, 40, 50 hours a week. You have clients who cancel. You have clients that aren't motivated. And ultimately, your mentality, your motivation, it takes a dip. You can potentially burn out. And when you're down in the dumps, it's hard to get yourself out. So these standards are there for you to pick yourself up and say, you know what? I'm going to focus on this push, this pull, running a mile faster. What about my blood pressure? When was the last time I had my lipid levels checked? And so we're not just making it all about strength. There's conditioning as well. And then there's the blood markers. And so I'm going to challenge you to look at these standards and see how well you're doing. For an upper body push, males, as I call them, hunks, we should be doing at least 1.5 times your body weight for one. You should be doing your body weight times 10 reps. If you cannot do that, you got some work to do. Put your big boy belt buckle on and start training regularly. Hire a coach, hire a trainer. If you don't have a trainer, I guarantee you, you do not have the book of business that you want because you don't see the value in working with a qualified, certified personal trainer. For you hunkettes that are listening to this, you should be able to do your body weight for one rep. If you weigh 135 pounds, you should be able to do the bar with a plate on each side. If you can't, work on it. Hire a trainer, work out with a buddy. You can do this. That's the upper body pushing strength aspect. We also have an upper body endurance aspect. Hunks, you should be able to do 50 full elbow extension range of motion push-ups. For you hunkettes, 25. For upper body endurance, hunks, you should be able to do 15 pull-ups. Hunkettes, five. Now we're gonna look at a vertical push. 
0.85 your body weight for a standing military press hunks. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be able to overhead press one time 170 pounds. For the hunkettes, 0.7. For grip strength hunks, you should be pulling 130 pounds with a minimum of 20% hand discrepancy. What that means is you pull 130 with your right, you should be able to pull at least 115, 120 with your left. If your right is 130 and your left is 90, that's a little concerning to me. You should be focusing on your left hand and try to get those two a lot closer to one another. For hunkettes, 90 pounds with the same 20% hand discrepancy. When we look at lower body standards, hunks, you should be squatting 1.5 times your body weight. For hunkettes, 1.25. For hip thrusts, hunks, 2.5 times body weight, hunkettes, 2 times body weight. That means if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be able to hip thrust 200 pounds. Your clients are going to come to you and they're frustrated because their glutes aren't growing. Glutes aren't growing, that's a hard one to say. And they're doing these body pump classes with a 12-pound body bar. Once you can do your body weight for 10, 20 reps, you're going to be looking significantly different. Once you can do your body weight times two, you're going to have a caboose train. Challenge your clients to work on these strength standards, but these are for you. Don't put these same standards on your clients. You can challenge yourself by putting it in your story, and you may even find some clients may be able to get there. But again, I cannot reiterate enough. These are for you as the trainer, as the fitness professional. Dumbbell reverse lunge. This is going to test your grip strength and your lower body unilateral strength. Half your body weight in each hand for eight reps. I weigh 200 pounds. I should be able to have a 100-pound dumbbell in each hand. Reverse dumbbell lunge, eight reps. For hunkettes, half body weight times five. Broad jumps, standing and jumping out, landing the jump without falling back or forward. You should be able to do your height for both sexes. For lower body endurance, you should be able to do half your body weight as a goblet for 20 reps for you hunks and hunkettes. I weigh 200 pounds. I should be able to grab a 100-pound dumbbell and do 20 reps. That's great for local muscular endurance. Hell, that's even a workout for cardio. Speaking of which, let's take a look at some standards for running. A 400-meter sprint, one lap around a track. Hunks, less than 70 seconds. Hunkettes, 75 seconds. Your mile time, 7.30 or less. If you cannot run under 7.30 for a mile, you have work to do. A 12-minute mile is not acceptable. I don't like to run. Your clients don't like to work out. That's like the pot calling the kettle black. Show up and get out of your comfort zone. I like to bike. I like to swim. Cool. What's your mile time? And if you're not doing it, you know, mind you, there could be some knee, ankle issues, what's going on. Make it safe and appropriate, but you got to put that Goggins hat on time and time again. If you cannot get out there and run a 730 mile, you are truly not a walking, talking hunk or hunk yet. So show up and see what you got. In 30 minutes, how far can you run? Both sexes, you should be able to do three and a half miles. So that's going to be the intensity for one mile, but also the economy for a 30-minute run. Do it once a week. It's not a big deal. All the things that you're going to find is that you're going to look better. You're going to feel better. Your heart's going to be stronger. Win-win for everyone. Don't be that idiot like me who gets a thing on their mind and they start doing it every single day. Let's see how far I can run 
30 minutes every single day, 30 days in a row. Next thing you know, hamstrings are jacked up, your Achilles, you have a runner's knee. Don't be an idiot like I am when it comes to setting unrealistic goals and getting after it too much. That's a little too much Goggins. Back up the Goggins and get right into the middle of that U-shaped curve. If you're not doing it, try it. Just like your clients, we need to be the walking, talking, motivating, but disciplined trainers. Now we're going to transition and take a look at what is not talked about enough. And that's going to be the inside. That's the wellness aspect. Not only your blood pressure, your resting heart rate, your cholesterol, your C-reactive protein. When was the last time you went to a doc and had your blood drawn to take a look at your blood chemistry levels? We need to be healthy on the inside just as much as we are on the outside. I don't give a rat's ass if you have a six-pack or if you can back squat two times your body weight. If your resting heart rate's greater than 100 or your blood pressure is hypertensive, that is not good. So both sexes, we should be between 60 to 70 beats per minute with a resting heart rate. Our blood pressure should be under 120, under 80. Hypertension is called the silent killer. Most of our clients are going to have close to 135, 140. The highest I've ever seen, 190 over 110. That is not healthy. The ramifications of having a blood pressure that high, you could die from working out. We don't want that. Work on your blood pressure. Check it daily at the same time, seven days in a row. Put it in your story. Tag Show Up Fitness. Your clients are going to see you in a light versus a different light, sorry, versus all the influencers that are out there posting pictures of the T and the A. I'm talking about the Terrace Major and the Adductor Magnus. Get your mind out of the gutter. Total cholesterol should be under 200. HDL should be greater than 60. Your LDL should be less than 100. And these are measured in units per deciliter, milligrams per deciliter. Go to your doc, and if you can say, you know, doc, I want to get my LDLs checked. I should be less than 100. My HDLs, I'm aiming for greater than 60. They're going to see you in a different light. Most trainers are nincompoops. They are certified piles of poop. I'm just joking. I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm just on a roll this morning. And so don't be like them. Be different. And you can be different by being strong with the certain lifts that we were discussing earlier with strength, but also endurance, upper body lower body, cardio, but then also looking at the insides. And you could set yourself up with a wellness center. You have a nice referral process. You have your clients go get it checked out. You're working with the physicians. You are establishing yourself as a true medical professional. That's what we are. We are at the front lines of this obesity epidemic. Your clients are coming to you, and it's up to us to change the industry for the better. So we need to get out of our comfort zones and test these things. When it comes to your triglycerides, it should be less than 150, both sexes. Blood glucose, less than 100. C-reactive protein, less than 10 milligrams per liter. There's different tests that you can do. The norms will be set based on the medical provider that you go to. These are ones that we've used with the professionals that we work with. Testosterone levels should be between 300 to 1,000 nanograms per deciliter for males, 30 to 90 for hunk ets. Now, with that being said, we will have a podcast with a doc who will educate you on all the TRT that's out there today, so testosterone replacement therapy. Because you could go to one of these centers, and your levels could be 
350, which is perfectly fine and healthy, but they're going to sell you on, well, you, what if you could be at 500? What if you could be at 1,000? You do not know what's happening to your cells when you start putting in exogenously a anabolic testosterone, anabolic steroid, which is testosterone. And so be very, very careful because once you get the Mario star, you're not going to look back. Not only is it going to mess with your mindset, that's why body dysmorphia is so huge amongst steroid users because you have the Mario star, you are untouchable, you recover better, you feel better, you move better, your sex life is better, you're talking to people you've never talked to before because of the drug. Don't get lost in that environment or pressured. I've met with several physicians and they tried to sell me on doing TRT and I'm a young dude. I'm not 100, but I'm not 20. So my levels should be right around 300 to 1,000. And I'm in that normal level. And so don't get sold on taking any type of drug. Hopefully you guys found this podcast enlightening on this beautiful Saturday. Please throw it into your story. Let people know to become a qualified, certified personal trainer. You need to show up. The most frustrating thing that I come across on a daily basis is when people sign up for Pass NASM in seven days or ACE or ISSA, and I ask them, why are you getting that certification over Show Up Fitness? And their response, I didn't know you guys existed. I've never heard of you before. And that's on me as the owner. I need to do a better job of getting it out there, and that's why we have a podcast. That's why we write blogs. That's why I have my book. That's why we have an online platform. And that's why we've helped over 100 people get certified. And they're still training one year after the fact. That is what we're doing. Changing the industry one qualified, certified personal trainer at a time. We appreciate your help. If you refer anyone into the program, we will give you a commission. And that's not just to be selfish because we want more people. It's because I really want to say thank you for taking the time to educate people that there are other alternatives comparative to the big marketing companies. That you come across and you type in the Google machine how to become a trainer and people quote unquote do their research by clicking on NASM, ACE, ISSA and they don't know that there's other alternatives where you can ask questions to instructors. You learn programming business. You get to work with dietitians, therapists. That's what we provide because show fitness is the best. I'm a little biased because I'm the belt buckle trainer, but I appreciate you all for listening to this. Drop us a five-star rating and keep showing up.